Are you ready for this episode? <laughs> this like freeform jazz episode? Yeah, I mean it's it's jazz baby. It's all about the notes you don't play. So <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing that I've never heard before? No, um it's a it's a goof. Is that one that you just made up right now? I think so. Wow. That was really impressive. I hope that that saying spreads like wildfire. My name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrea Caprodi. Welcome to No Script at All. It is a podcast about the Terrace House show. (laughs) 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 It's a Netflix reality television program that used to take place in Japan and now takes place in Hawaii. Wow. (laughs) We were saying before we started this episode that uh, it's going to be a little bit like freeform jazz and you already got a taste of that sour note. (laughs) Yep. I mean, it's not sour. It's 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 an, if anything, it's the most organic, the most natural note. Yeah. Yeah. True. Get. Yeah. If anything, it like brings us all closer together, right? Because we've all had that moment where we've. I mean, maybe you're not a musician, you know, whoever you are listening to this, but you've definitely done something that was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that was just like a split second. You said the wrong thing. You looked the wrong way. Uh, you you breathe weird. I don't know. And, no, yeah. Uh, and your yeah. stomach sinks to the bottom of your body for that but, split second. But it's okay because we're all we're all friends here. We're all family. Yeah, we all know. We all yeah. know what that feels like. So we all understand. And you don't have to. You don't have to feel nervous. Um, yeah. We're all on the same on the same level here. Once I was um, doing a drawing for my boss, and I accidentally drew a penis. Uh, while he while he was looking over me, yeah, like it was like a Freudian slip in in the form of like me just like sketching something else and just putting like a dick in between the the legs as a goof, but I didn't even think it was a goof. I just always do it because it's funny to me. Yeah, and then I forgot to erase it and I should. So you did it off. out of habit. Really. I did it out. Of, yeah, it, it's out of habit. I just I it was very phallic and mm-hmm. yeah, classic. My boss saw it. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Anyway, so that's going to be basically the vibe of this whole episode. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> if you're not into that vibe. story, then, uh, maybe, maybe skip this one. But honestly, I, I do want to start this uh, episode off by just giving a shout out to, uh, our new theme song, which we're using for this episode only. Oh, that's right. By, uh, none other than Eric of Terrace House Aloha State fame. We, yeah. so here's, here's my rule. Here's my rule. I was talking yeah. to someone about this earlier today, uh, and I was talking to you about it a couple minutes ago, but, uh, my rule is I do not look up the social media accounts of anyone who is on Terrace House until they leave the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Naomi technically hasn't left yet, but she has announced that she's leaving. So I felt okay, uh, checking out her Instagram. And one of the first things I saw was, uh, Eric singing maroon five yeah yeah at a karaoke bar so that's our theme song today yeah it's it's really good i have not i have not seen this video but i heard it through your speakers onto your (laughs) microphone and i heard it like i feel like Mm -hmm. there was like a seven levels of like of like necessity i got you you got me thank you (laughs) i don't know what to do okay it's 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 been a week since, and I'm not able to watch Terrace House. Mm-hmm. So it's like I feel, I feel, 
I feel not as bad as it would have been if I had, like, binged the whole thing when it came out, like, in February. Yeah. But I also still feel like shit because I want to watch it. Yeah, so yeah. for me to watch. Let's pull the curtain back for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like... To show people how the sausage is made on this show, how do you feel about the fact that we can't binge watch Terrace House? I to make this show like it to, the it's part of making this show that necessitates us not binge watching it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I got used to it. I think that's the thing. In the beginning, yeah. it was like, man, this sucks because I had to like stop because Netflix does that thing where like they just they enable you. So I yeah. have to like get that like really good trigger finger ready. Right. They're yeah, they're like, hey, what are you doing right now? Fuck hey, you, you're yeah. watching the next yeah. episode of Terrace you're House. You're watching this. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not. But then like I got I got used to it. And like I got so used to like um like on on Tuesday afternoons for lunch, I would just like get my salad or whatever gross thing it was that I was eating that day and like mm-hmm. sit at my desk and open up Netflix. But like I did it today, and then I hit play and it just started the first episode and I was like, Oh shit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. Like, I, I don't think we've ever talked about, I don't know if we ever mentioned this explicitly why that was the way we set the show up. Um, but basically the whole thing is like, I didn't want any future plot to impact the way we discussed the episodes. Right. So yeah. like every episode should be talked about on its own or, um, with the context of the things that came before it, but definitely, definitely not with the context of the things that came after it. I yeah. do. I, I think today we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, some things that have happened in the show based on the context of the entirety of part one. Um, but yeah, that, that is why we watch it week to week. And that's why the, this podcast comes out week to week is, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're watching it technically the way I guess kind of it's being released overseas um, where it is a weekly thing. Yeah, on Netflix it is, it in is Japan a and thing. elsewhere. Yeah, which also apparently, like, I didn't know this, and I found this out from a friend of mine who's in Japan right now. Yeah, they also they show it on TV, like real TV. Yeah, it's not it's not just like a Netflix thing. Like they show it on Netflix, and then I think like a week later they play it on like a TV channel on Whoa. the television. Yeah, I so it's like an actual like event there. Yeah, so it's like. If you don't have Netflix, you still have the the opportunity to like watch this show if you like know when it's gonna go on. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be spoiled because like people watch this like a week ago. Yeah. And so like if you go to, on any like like two chan or something or like on any subreddit and stuff, like you'll be spoiled. But like, yeah, she said that she turned on their TV and like she 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 just saw like the most recent episode of Aloha State. That's so interesting. Yeah. And and she was like, and she was about to tell me what happened. And I was like, don't. don't. <laughs> so wow that's yeah, super that really cool mm-hmm. i had no idea yeah that, that was the case um yeah yeah wow weird i know right it kind of it kind of puts like a weird like perspective on it but like this stuff isn't just like for like a very niche audience because like there's uh the only example that i can really think of right now is like we i work at like a company that does like media for the internet and, like, I yes. know friends who, like, worked at Nickelodeon and, like, they had that show Legend of Korra that was, like, pulled off TV so that they could actually, like, explore more, like, I guess, mature stuff? Because mm-hmm. they put it on the internet. Um, and so it's weird. I don't... It's not it's, it's not the reason why, like... It's not the reason why Terrace House is just on the internet, but, like, I thought it was interesting that, like, they edit this show also thinking that this is going to be broadcast on TV as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that does kind of, you're right. It, it puts a little bit more into perspective. It kind of makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. the, why it follows the classic, like cliffhanger at the end of the episode vibe. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. just, just a, a kind of more tangential thought. Um, did you watch the OA by any chance? I watched some of it. I couldn't get past episode four, <laughs> I think. Um, one of the things that I find really interesting was that your cat that just made that <laughs> yeah my cat also scary noise <laughs> yeah my cat fucking hated the OA apparently <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the OA sucked <laughs> um the thing that's really cool about that show uh just to I guess give a very 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 brief overview of the OA it's another Netflix original um created and starring um uh, i'm not gonna remember her name but she's kind of famous for making these like really interesting concept piece movies uh but it's a full-length television show um that was released on netflix about a person who um i don't know escapes being kidnapped and that's all i'll say without spoiling anything but anyway what's really cool about that show um and it's the first time i've ever seen this happen is episodes don't last as long as they're forced to last elsewhere right so like on on television like episodes of television have to be like what 28 minutes with like two minutes of commercials in there or uh what is it 46 minutes with uh 14 minutes of commercials yeah space throughout that like Netflix doesn't have to abide by that rule. They don't have mm-hmm. to like deal with that shit. Um, and the OA is the first show where like the story that is being told in that episode actually dictates how long an episode is. So like an episode can be like an hour and a half or it can be like 25 minutes. Um, it's really interesting. And there are 10 episodes. That. Yeah, it's really, I did, I honestly didn't notice it until halfway in when I was like, man, this episode feels really long. long yeah um and then i checked it It was like oh shit this is like a whole movie i'm watching and That's then the next episode was like 15 minutes it was like oh yeah. okay um they just like offloaded like a side story um, That's pretty cool because like yeah. i there's in um crunchyroll's been bringing bringing over to to the states and to wherever else crunchyroll is available um yes these things called onas or called original net animations and they're kind of the same concept as that where it's like this was like a studio got together and got the budget to make this animation. And it's just for the internet. It's just for the internet. So like, there's no. It's kind of like what, what Ruby is and stuff. But, um, yeah. So this is like media that's created for the internet specifically. So they don't need to have like breaks for ads. They yeah. don't need to like. They don't need to like really follow like a. Oh, there has to be like a thing in the middle so that like the ad can break and then like you go back to like the the rising action. Like, they don't need to follow that, but most of them are also just, like, really, really short. Mm-hmm. So, there's kind of been a push to getting those, which were originally only for the internet, to put them as bumpers for, like, certain, like, TV shows mm. as well. I don't know. It's weird, Just, like, like, these things that were built for the internet and put them actually on television? Yeah, and it's, like, a weird thing that's going on in Japanese anime right now, which, like, I don't I don't mind, because, like, a lot of them are really good. One of my favorite animes from last season... This has nothing to do with Terrace House. One of my favorite animes from last season called Space Patrol Luluko was an ONA. It's like the studio trigger. And each episode was like 10 minutes long. And it was Mm. like the fucking best anime from last year, I think. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But they're also like a very famous studio. So I don't know. I I often think of Terrace House in the context of how different it is from reality television that I watch, like, Mm -hmm. like Western reality television. Yeah. Um, But now, now that I'm thinking 
of it through this lens it, it kind of like I don't know. It, it kind of does like abide by that rule. And now it makes so much sense that it would air on television. And that's exactly why. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if it's because like it was more apparent in Aloha State. Like the editing was much more noticeable for me in Aloha State than it was in Boys and Girls in the City. But I also don't know if it's because I binged the former. Yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? I, do, I do wonder how much of um, like our analysis or like the fact that we were watching it with the critical lens, not a critical lens, but you know what I mean? Like we're watching yeah. it like through the lens of analysis. Um, does that change the way we're actually perceiving the show? Like if we went back, like I'm really interested to go back and watch boys and girls in the city when we eventually do that mm-hmm. for this show. Um, just because I'm wondering, like, am I going to enjoy it in the same way? Yeah, I think so too. I mean, or boys am I going to see city. all these things that we note? constantly on this show like about the garlic truck or the garlic shrimp truck yeah which apparently is like the spot in hawaii someone tweeted that at us i have to bring that up yeah um i i do want to mention so i think that was the fifth i want to say it was the fifth episode um we talked about how it (laughs) seemed like there were ads for this garlic shrimp truck um giovanni's or something yeah it was was giovanni's garlic shrimp truck uh everyone's favorite place in hawaii um a person uh who goes by baby grill on twitter yeah. uh shot us a tweet and said i just listened to episode yeah it was episode five i just listened to episode five and giovanni shrimp truck is legitimately a thing that locals know as the spot for garlic shrimp fuck yeah does that mean that it was not product placement no i don't i don't but, know i think it was yeah it was still product placement yeah, but I do love that Giovanni's garlic shrimp truck is actually like the hotness. Yeah. In Meanwhile, Banan. Also cool like it's just sick as hell that someone like from Hawaii hit us up and was like, Hey, actually, uh that is a cool thing. Yeah. In Hawaii. Sorry, I don't think I'm trying to think back on like everything that we talked about this podcast. I don't think we ever talked shit about Hawaii, so I think we're still cool. <laughs> yeah no i think i i only have nice things to say about hawaii i really yeah, enjoyed I being there except there was a point where the beauty was overwhelming and i felt like i had to leave that is the <laughs> that is the one negative thing hawaii uh hawaii's too, too nice yeah it's too good too, yeah too nice we Eight talked about we talked about this last week when naomi left when we were trying to figure out who else was gonna leave <gasps> yeah. and it's just like no one's gonna leave why would you so leave nice fuck dude why would you leave the terrace house even if it was the Tokyo one again. Yeah, the Tokyo one was pretty cool. I had no idea what part of the city it was in, but like it seemed pretty pretty chill. Do you but, think well, they'll go what? back to Tokyo and use the same house? <gasps> I hope so. I kind of really hope so. That'd be really interesting. What? Boys and... Bo- well, we haven't seen Boys and Girls Next Door, which is the original Terrace house, but... Are they in the same house? I don't know. No, that was in a different area, wasn't it? Was it? I have no yeah. idea. If I'm not mistaken, that was in a different place. I keep turning over to my computer, and the picture that I'm seeing is Naomi with Hikaru <laughs> backstage in, in this fucking Resident Evil stage play. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think it was in a different house. I remember them mentioning that during Boys and Girls in the City, that it wasn't, like, legitimately in Tokyo. It was the kind Shonan of outside. Era. Oh, it's in 50 kilometers southwest of Tokyo in the Shonan era. Yes. Okay, cool. So it's where, like, Kamakura and stuff is. All right. The 
Bay. The region benefits from a mild climate and long beaches covered with dark volcanic sand. This place looks, this place looks pretty lit. Like, I kind of want to go. Oh, so it's like another beach place. Yeah. That's but cool. Like, dark volcanic sand. Dark volcanic beaches. That sounds yeah. very Pokemon. Very. It feels like a place I would be in Pokemon. Yeah, but Tokyo also has, like, a beach. Yeah. I, yeah, it's not... Sorry, it's not it's not great. Mm. So, sorry, I'm from Puerto Rico. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. It's, but yeah. they do have a Gundam, so... They do the have a Gundam. Mm. Can you believe that that's there in real life? Well, yeah, yeah, I saw it. It's real, man. But they also, they tore it down. What? Because they're putting a new Gundam on there. Oh, okay, good. They're building yeah, a second yeah, yeah, Gundam. Yeah. yeah, they're putting a unicorn up there. Um, but yeah, it's real. I saw it. It moves. That's cool as fuck. <laughs> it's really fun. Maybe the new one will actually fight. <gasps> Dude, maybe. That'd be maybe sick. It'll be, maybe it'll be a competitor for the 2020 Olympics. And then they'll build a Titan from Attack on Titan. Fuck no. And then, <laughs> and then they'll fight. And then uh, they'll genetically create... What is his name? Just forgot it from One Punch Man. They'll create One Punch Man in a, in a test tube. And he'll fight them both together he'll, yeah he'll make, make saitama will finally have a worthy opponent except he won't i was in boston at pax east uh what was that <clears> last <throat> weekend mm-hmm. was that last weekend no that's no, not true it was like two, two weekends, weekends ago. ago you sent me a pic yeah uh saw the sickest one punch man cosplay <laughs> i I've, love it i've ever seen this dude looked so much like him it was fucking weird it yeah, was like i turned around see. also like i saw a really good uh taco cosplay taco from <gasps> the adventure zone yeah um this girl was dressed as taco and it was like the raddest shit she had the umbra staff man Pax i'm was dressing cool. up as taco for the the taz show are you yeah because they're, they're having a show here in austin i got mm. ticks my boy oh night we're oh, gonna yeah. we're gonna have the whole crew all the tres horny boys and they angus wow also two red robes i think that's sick Oh, I do. Wait, I do want to mention. So I don't know how you learned about this show. I learned about this show through, I think, you tweeting about it a while ago. And then also um, the McElroy's. Uh, Oh, Terrace House? Yeah. 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 So I want to shout out the McElroy's uh, specifically for bringing the show into my life. Um, Mm Yeah. But to drill down even deeper, uh, their fantastic podcast that uh, Griffin McElroy and his wife Rachel McElroy do called Rose Buddies, uh, they did a full episode about the f- about boys and girls in the city at one point, um, yeah. which was really yeah, good, did. which I didn't listen to until after I finished watching Terrace House. Um, but uh, that episode is really good if you're looking for boys and girls in the city content. But also, I think this week, uh, it is currently... What is... It's the week of March 20th, 2017. Uh, if you're listening to this in the far future, um, hopefully we have hoverboards. Yeah. Rose Buddies is doing an episode about Terrace House Aloha State, uh, part oh, one, shit. which is cool uh, this week. So really looking forward to that because The Bachelor doesn't exist <laughs> at the moment. Uh, the Bachelor is over. So they're also yeah. trying to fill episodes and uh, they decided to talk about Terrace Aloha State. So I know it's Maybe. weird to be on a podcast and tell you to listen to another podcast, but you should probably go listen to that one because I'm sure yeah, it's going to be really cool. They're, they're, they're very funny. They're um, um, Rachel and Griffin and also Clint were in town for the um, Maximum meetup last year mm. and they're very sweet. They had just started Rose Buddies and they're very excited that because I told them, hey, Rose Buddies is really fun. And then he was like, oh, shit, you're like one of the two people who listen to this stupid show. Because they had just started it. Oh, because it just started. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. they're both very sweet. They're both very funny. 
10 out of 10. Yeah. That show was yeah. the reason I started watching The Bachelor. Um, yeah, and actually, now that I think about it, to just go down this rabbit hole, um, it was Griffin, Justin, uh, this guy named Chris Plant, and another guy named Russ Frushick on yeah. uh, a Polygon podcast called The Besties talking about America's Next Top Model. Yeah. That got me to start i don't know what it was but like that was the moment where like my brain flipped and i i was like maybe it's okay to watch reality television because i had like yeah. never really been okay i mean i watched survivor like way back in the day like right when it first aired but that was, was kind of it yeah i was forced to watch the latest season of the amazing race because my boss was on it <laughs> oh yeah that would do so it. that's that's my basis yeah um but yeah, I remember I remember that show specifically is the reason that I started watching America's Next Top Model. And that brought me down this like weird rabbit hole, of, like getting into reality television, um, which then like over years and years uh, eventually manifested itself as Rosebuddy starting me saying, I guess I'll watch The Bachelor um, mm-hmm. because like I, I just started to trust the McElroy's and Chris Plant specifically, like inherently anytime any of them mentioned a reality show it was like oh shit i guess this is like a thing that i should be watching i guess oh, yeah. it's actually 100%. pretty good that, like the yeah. thing is like there's always merit to these shows like yeah. i watched an unbelievable amount of project runway recently <gasps> that show's amazing i'm so Are interested catching in up? people yeah i watched so much of it i um, used to watch that show religiously like in high school and like in college i i, I fell off I, is it still on i think so Oh my god! I have, it's I just have really a lot cool. Like the reason I like America's Next Top Model and the reason I like Project Runway specifically is like I love watching people who are good at something be good at something. Yeah, right? like all these people are like exploring a craft that I have no interest in ever pursuing by myself, but want to yeah, yeah. see like the inner workings of. There, there was a when I was on that like Project Runway hype, and I think it was when I was in high school too. There was another Project Runway s show that Bravo did that was about fine artists. Do you, remember, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. I have no recollection of what it was, but it was very much the same as like Project Runway, where like it was all these people, and like every week someone got eliminated, but everyone always did like a, a piece. Yeah. The only piece that I remember was this one that was called like, I think the theme was like was like fucked up childhood or something, mm-hmm. and this guy did a drawing of Mickey Mouse and then jerked off on it. Oh. And was like, that's art. And I was like, okay. And did they send him home or was I don't they remember. Like, I don't or did remember. He, win? he probably won because he fucking just like. Yeah. Just like, on it. And then he went on to be Banksy. Yeah. But, dude, that was fucking Banksy. <laughs> it was Banksy. We all saw his face. <gasps> fuck. <laughs> Banksy was on reality television. I need to look up what the fuck. Bravo reality show. Fine art. Jizz. <laughs> i can't uh, wait to see what amazon recommends for you in the work future of art it's called work of art it was it was called work of art bravo i only watched the first season of it it's weird that i haven't heard of that it's that I seems like the kind of thing that like everyone would talk about always yeah well it was only on for 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 two seasons yeah it was only on for two seasons mm. and i watched every single episode of it and I think I only watched the first season because I think the second season was when I was already in like college or something. But mm. yeah, I, I wonder what these people are doing now. <laughs> you should check out their Instagrams now that they're out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Um, well, I want to see work of art. Bravo. Mickey Mouse. Seaman. This is going to fuck up my SEO really bad. <laughs> Oh, I found it. 
There you go. Shock to the system. First and last by Miles Mendenhall. Yep, there we go. That's his name. Anyway, that, this was mostly for me. I just wanted to know what the fuck his name was. <laughs> but, um... Terrace House? Terrace House. Terrace House... Yeah, I think because of Terrace House and because of the McElroys, um, like, Rachel and Griffin got me into Terrace House again. Uh, yeah. And they also got me into The Bachelor, which I've I, I fallen, be- fallen behind on. I still need to actually catch up on. Wonderful television program, uh, except the most recent season with Nick Vile is one of the worst seasons of television I've ever watched. Of really? Yeah, I hated it. Um, but anyway, go listen to Rose Buddies this week uh, and check out their Aloha State breakdown, because I'm sure it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm sure, it's gonna, I'm sure we're going to make justice to... I want to see what their fucking opinion is on Yusuke. Oh, I'm sure they love him. Oh, I'm sure we're going to say that that's a very good, a good quality boy. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah we'll see. So... We talked about this last week. Do you think Yusuke's gone, like, early part two? I think so. You think so? I think I think the I think once he sees Naomi leave, he's gonna he's gonna leave. Yeah. I think That's so honestly too. what I think. Yeah, I think maybe he feels like he's trapped in some kind of prison. You know what I mean? And <laughs> that like sounds really dark, but yeah. And like he's gonna find well, I mean, I feel like Yusuke, first of all, like thinks in those kinds of terms yeah <laughs> you know with his art his art brain yeah, um it's like this is this is a prison the ukulele is my escape yeah i i think shreds. he thinks he's stuck in prison and then suddenly naomi's gonna be like actually did you know there's a door right here there's like a door <laughs> out of the prison right here and you can just you can actually just walk right out of the prison uh and then he'll be like oh shit that sounds awesome i'm gonna come with you yeah i really do i really do think that's what's gonna happen um it's sad though, because like I, man, I, uh, and this is one thing that like I don't know if it was because like they edited it this way or because we we really were rooting it back, rooting for this 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 boy to like have his his miracle romance that's a Sailor Moon term um, with Lauren, but like I just it's so frustrating. Yeah, I think we, I think the we silver have an lining episode on it, but it's so frustrating. <clears throat> The silver lining for me with Yusuke is like at the end of the day, like it's clearly not going to work out for him. Honestly, like Naomi's leaving. That was the only other person that I could see him maybe having some kind of relationship with. But like at the end of the day, I do think that this whole experience has made him stronger and better. Hopefully, yeah. um, if, if he rationalizes in his brain and emotionally copes with the things that happen in Terrace house in like a normal way, right? If, if he, if he kind of like gets introspective about his time there, maybe watches the show back at some point and is like, wow, is that really what I'm like? I feel like he would walk out of that experience a better person. Um, yeah. No, he didn't have like the relationship vibes that he was hoping for. But at the same time, I, I think he learned a lot more about himself and what kind of person he wants to be. And I think that'll help him find a relationship faster, you know? Yeah, you're right. I, I, I also, man, I, I just want to know. I want to know if he, I want. I want to be able to go on his Instagram and see if he's got himself a cutie. Because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm forcing myself to not deep dive into it. Because I'm going to yeah. follow your rules, Brendan Bigley. 
<laughs> you don't you don't have to follow my rules. My rules are no, archaic I, and strange. No, gonna, um, but no. I I I just am worried about getting spoiled. I'm worried about getting no, spoiled I don't wanna, I don't get via Instagram. Yeah. And um you know the the Wikipedia has this like all the cast members and like when they leave and like I have it on purpose that like whenever I open up the Wikipedia page I like quickly scroll down and don't look at that. <laughs> so I'm trying That's to perfect. trying really hard to not spoil it. So please don't spoil it for us. Yeah. Please don't spoil it for us. April 4th. Um, yeah, I so I guess just to round out the whole Yusuke thing, like I think he came in expecting like I don't I don't even know if he was expecting this, but it seemed like he he was maybe coming in expecting Terrace House to just like offer him what he wanted. Um Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think he did receive a gift, but it was different than what he expected it. Yeah. Oh, my dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we'll see. I'm sure he, he's a smart boy. He's a good boy. I do. I do kind of really think that he he kind of lost the reason why he would be staying there. Other than the fact that it's a beautiful house. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. I think he's gonna. He's gonna leave early. Early next season. Yeah. Um. That said, I do want to talk about Naomi real quick. Because mm-hmm. her arc, I think, is really interesting. Like now that it's over. Yeah. I think it's really interesting, right? So, like, she came into the house, uh, didn't, doesn't really speak English, right? She came from Japan, um, didn't have any friends, was just hoping to, like, make friends in Tara's house, get a job, and, like, hang out in Hawaii for a bit while she was on Tara's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really loved the way her last conversation with Avion went, where it was like, kind of kind of like the period at the end of the sentence where it was like it started with her not wanting to be a burden on anyone right we we saw like over the course of the season like her constantly trying to make herself like i don't know as small as possible in a way to like not really get in anyone's way um teaching herself how to swim um trying to learn surfing so she can like hang out with everyone and like um I don't know. I, th- I think she just like wanted to learn how to surf so she could fit in and like, you know, not, not put other people in a situation where it's like, we want to go surfing, but Naomi can't come because she doesn't know how like, yeah, which was like a hundred percent what ended up happening because Eric was a real big dick about it. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know. I just think it's really interesting that like her whole arc was her trying to not be a burden. And then at the end of the day, like she found out that she always was one, which like isn't her fault because in a lot of situations, like she's trying her best to stay out of other people's way or like, uh, or, or just like be the smallest presence possible. Um, but I think that she just found that it was going to be inevitable. Like regardless of what she tried to do, she was always going to fuck up in some way. Like that's how yeah. she's perceiving it. That's not, I, I, I don't want this to come across as like, I think no, that no, she's no, fucking no, up yeah. constantly. Um, I think that's the way that she internalized that. So at the yeah, end of the day, so she was like, well, if I'm always going to be fucking up and I'm always going to be getting other people's way, I, I'm better off just leaving. Um, which is like which sad. Think, yeah. It's, it is sad, but it's also like I think if she would have stayed, it would have been much worse. Yeah, do you think you know so? What I mean, yeah, I think so. Because I yeah. mean, unless unless one of the boys were to leave and someone else was to come in, like she, this was kind of she this was just kind of like going to be her life for the next like few weeks until someone just decided to leave. So it was right. either like either I leave and I like look for something else and like get 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 a change going, 
Yeah. Or, like, I just sit here, like, not really doing anything, waiting for someone else to, like, come in this door. But, like, it'll, it, it, it would just feel frustrating for me if I was in her position to just, like, stay in a house so that I know... Even if I just felt like I was, like, somehow, like, burdening someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I do think that she kind of internalized that in the way, which was which was sad. Yeah, I, th- I think um, that last conversation that she had with Abion where it was like, hey, I'm sorry if I got in the way of you and Yuya, like, exploring some kind of relationship and I'm also leaving. Like, I don't yeah. think that that conversation, I don't think the first half of that conversation would have happened without the second half of that conversation. Yeah, right? So like, too. if she didn't know that she was going to leave, she wouldn't have ever brought that up to Abion, right? She only did that because she was getting out of there. Um I think if she had stayed, she never would have said any of that, and it just would have built tension even more. Yeah, so, yeah, one hundred percent. I, I felt I, like it was it was really good to just like have that like clean break and be able to be like, "This is why how I feel, and I'm sorry this happened, but also bye." Yeah, you know, totally. Um, you know, that said, Avion is someone that I I feel like we still don't know anything about. Eight episodes in, yeah. Which I was just thinking the same thing like when I was when I when we finished like recording last week I was like she she got upset at like at Yuya acting the way he was acting with Naomi. Yeah. But like we didn't really have a basis as to why she got upset. Right, yeah, we don't know her motivations or her context really. Yeah, and I think most of it was because like was because she hasn't really put herself out there as much as all the other people on the house have. Yeah. Or even if she has, like, we just haven't seen it, right? It's just yeah, like yeah, they've yeah. edited around her in a way that makes it seem like she's not on the show a, yeah. a lot of the time, which is weird. I mean, now now she's in the only relationship that's happening in the house. So, of yeah. course, we're seeing more of her. Um, it's just weird that we had, like, six episodes of lead up where it was like she was barely on it. We saw her at her mom's store that one time. Um, and... I don't know. She was just kind of like in the background of a lot of the drama that was happening in the house or a lot of the conversations and stuff. It was like, we yeah. never really focused on her until she started dating Yuya, which now I'm thinking about it's kind of fucked up actually. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, okay, so you're, so the only real basis of like when we're going to start like, like, like focusing on you is when you're building this relationship with someone else i don't know it was right it's a little it's it's a little super weird yeah like abion's only interesting because she's dating you yeah and that's the only reason that we should be focusing on her which is not nice. she's such a cool chick i know dude. she's like she's rad every time we see her like in her element just like hanging out at least i think in all the episodes we've done of this podcast like we're always like yo she's the best like yeah wish there could be more of her yeah, I mean, the only time where I was like, oh, this is, she was kind of weird was because, like, she got upset at Yuya, but also I feel like we didn't get the whole story on that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, true. I don't know. I hope we see more of her. Uh, I mean, the thing is, she lives in Hawaii. She lives, like, like right by there, right? Her mom's shop is, mm-hmm. like, within driving distance of yeah. the terrace house, so... I'm, I'm sure she'll probably stick around for a little bit longer because it's basically just, like living in a dorm close to home you know what i mean at this point um so i I imagine she'll stay around for a while whether the yui relationship continues or not who knows uh that kind of was left i guess on like shaky ground in the last episode i mean it seems like they're gonna keep trying to do it especially after the naomi conversation um yeah interesting though really interesting yeah it is interesting 
Uh, also, I guess this means she's leaving her Tommy Bahama job. Oh no, she only worked there for like a week. Yeah. Well, At least that one been. woman was very nice to her when she sat her yeah. at the table. Yeah, basically. I was like, okay, I kind of wish you would have seen her do that more. But, yeah. Oh well. Eh. She'll, uh, honestly, it does seem like she'll probably be happier in Japan. Oh, 100%. Going, I'm going through her Instagram and it seems like she's like much happier. That's good. <laughs> and she's just like hanging out with all the people from Boys and Girls in the City, which is great. Yeah, I know. There's a picture of her and like Rico being just like hanging out. Oh, no way. Yeah. I love that all the Terrace House people hang out. Yeah, I know, right? Like we were in a different country when this shit happened to us and we still know each other. It's like, oh, oh man. Yeah. It's really interesting. I, I don't know if that happens with every reality show, but like I know some people who are like in the bachelor world now, like some people who know other people in the bachelor. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really interesting how they're all friends. Like they all know each other. Like everyone who I know who was on the bachelor or like is in the bachelor world are also friends with other ex contestants of the bachelor. It's really that's, strange. That's pretty funny. That's, that's a really weird like club to be a part of. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Oh, Naomi posted the picture that they they took in the fifth episode on the beach. Oh, really? That Yusuke took of them. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll send it to you. Um, it's um. This is this is this was the day of the 37 seconds of hell on Earth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Oh. Well. Um. So Yuya. Mm-hmm. He's he started uh shitty. Yeah. And well, has become okay. Yeah. Most of the boys started off shitty, I'll be really honest with you. Yeah. I think it's because we were, we were like, dead set on Yusuke. Yeah, I, we were definitely blinded by Yusuke. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Come on, son. Now that's too bright. Um, yeah, Yuya... I'm interested to see how Yuya will act in the next part. Yeah, I hope especially he, with like the complications between her and Abion. Yeah, Abion. and I hope what her I hope what her. Yep, I hope I hope that like I just hope that that bad boy goes to class. I hope he stops skipping class. Yeah, so that was that was one of our theories like really early on, right? Was that the the long shot of the professor explaining the attendance policy was going to be foreshadowing yeah. that he yeah. was going to start skipping class. Um, I as far as we know, he just like shows up late sometimes. Not that he like bails entirely, but I, I could still see that happening. I I just want everyone to be happy, even Eric. I guess. Yeah, I I wanted I wanted to talk about Eric. Do you think that we're gonna see like the turnaround in part two? I don't. I mean, he's the one thing about Eric, and it's kind of really similar to Hansan was in Boys and Girls in the City, is that like it seems like he's like preoccupied a lot with work yeah but i don't really see i don't see him taking like i don't see him like now that he's like really busy taking full advantage of like the terrace house you know what i mean yeah i agree yeah it's really he really is like almost a direct parallel to hansan Mm -hmm. and then simultaneously is like the exact opposite of that guy yeah but also like i think i think part of the parallel from like from his like bad point of view is also because i think like Hansan dealt with stress really well. Yeah. And Eric seems like the person who wouldn't really deal with stress very helpfully. I don't know. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I hope I hope he redeems himself just because I I want to believe that he's that he won't make another girl cry. That's 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 my theory. He's not gonna make <laughs> another girl cry in Terrace House. The thing the thing about Eric that I find really interesting is like he has no idea that he's being shitty. No. <laughs> I know so many people like that. Yeah. I I think that's like a pretty standard thing. But like yeah. on t- on Terrace House it's really interesting just because no one really confronts him about it and when they do, they do it in like a very light tone, you know? Yeah. So like no one's like, Yo, Eric, I'm pissed at you. You shouldn't have fucking done that. You know? And like actually get mad. Yeah. It's always like, hey, if you could be a little bit nicer or like a little bit more um I don't know, if, if you could like uh, consider other people's feelings a little bit more like that'd be great and then he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah thanks yeah we'll okay, do. yeah okay we'll do thanks. and like that's it yeah. that's like the end of it it's like okay yeah 100 do you think eric learned his lesson probably not probably um not. yeah er- eric's an interesting dude i i honestly like fingers crossed i want him to come out the other end you know <laughs> but at the same time i think this is one of those things and this has happened with a couple people or i can I can think of one right now that it happened to on boys and girls of the city where it's like, mm-hmm. if you come in and you have a bad attitude, you're not going to have a good attitude by the end. You might yeah. realize that the things that you did while you were in the house were fucked up, but that doesn't mean that you're a good person by the time you leave. Um, I could see that happening with Eric. And, and the thing is like, it's not even that Eric did anything that was like really fucking terrible. It's just like, Compared to everyone else, he kind of sucks. Yeah. He doesn't doesn't live up to the hype. Yeah. Like he, I'm not, we, and we put him out like, like he's like the worst person ever, but like, honestly, like he's the most, he's the most like normal real world, like American TV contestant that that's on there. Yeah. Yeah. He super is like, I could see him on, are you the one and like doing great, having a great time on, are you the one? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which, by the way, I need to I need to actually start watching that. Oh, you haven't watched that show? No, not yet. Oh. I think I think I'm gonna do it because I'm I, I need that itch. I need to, it's scratched. Highly recommended. There are a lot of seasons on the MTV app, including the most recent one, which I haven't watched yet. And I'm gonna wow, there's an MTV app. Okay, yeah. um, it is mega good. That I, okay? Have we talked about that show? You you explained the premise to me, but I think it was off. I think it was off air. Mm, yeah. What is? What is the quick the quick rundown for people who have no idea what Are You the One is? Okay, Are You the One uh, is a show in which uh, ten men and ten women uh, are on this reality show in which apparently MTV did some kind of like weird uh, like e harmony test, I guess, and like match these people up with their soulmate or something uh, strange like that. And uh, the idea is that these people have no idea which one of the other people in the house is their soulmate, but they have to try and figure out who it is over the course of 10 weeks. Um, they just know that someone in the house is also their soulmate. Uh, that sounds fucking awesome. It's really good. And there are a lot of like really weird, cool game design quirks that I really like. Um, like every week they're allowed to send two people into this booth called the truth booth. Um, like they have to vote two people in and, and the two people can, sit down and uh basically just be told like yes you are the couple or no you are not the couple uh and if they are then they get removed from the house and if not then they have to go back into the house and it's like well at least we can cross that off our list um holy shit so usually what happens is like a a, like a strong-headed 
dude will be i don't know why this continues to happen it's like almost a it's almost like a stereotypical at this point it's like a cliche of this show that's only been on for a couple seasons where like a strong-headed dude will be like no this is my girlfriend she is the perfect girl for me and then they'll like get voted into the truth booth and then they'll find out that they're not together and then he's like i don't care what the truth booth says i'm still in love with you and then everyone's like <laughs> no but then we don't win a million dollars if you yeah, continue to date say. this person <sighs> all right so like so in the end they win a million dollars yeah yeah you win a million dollars and you get to know who your soulmate is that sounds okay yeah how do i get on i think i think you email uh matt matt television okay matt television um okay i'm gonna send him an email through youtube yeah 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 cool show okay. very cool show yeah. oh also cool. uh they it's at the end of every episode they have to sit down with who they think is their match and then they tell they tell them how many matches there are but not which matches are correct or not um so you know all these people will sit down and it'll be like you got three perfect matches this week good work guys and then next week it'll be like you got two perfect matches you guys fucked up how did you do that um which is this great. This is so fucking savage. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, and if they get no matches, uh, this they started doing this in the second season, which is like my favorite thing. If you get no matches during a certain week, uh, they get rid of a quarter of a million dollars. They just take <gasps> it out of the prize pot. Oh, no! So like every time you get no matches, it drops down $250,000. This, this is this is stressing me out. Just like hearing about this show is yeah. stressing me out. It's super good. I, I can't recommend it enough. Oh my god. I, I might I might watch that tonight before I go to bed. That's That sounds fucking ridiculous. Big fan. Big fan. Start from, start from season one and just work your way up. Okay. Because they cool. start adding more rules as time goes on. Okay. Um, I'm into that. Hey, real talk. Is there anything else you want to mention about part one of aloha state we've done a lot of rambling on this episode yeah well welcome to the rambly episode of um of no script at all yeah no, where, where, where we where there really is no yeah. script at all zero script except for zero. uh the scene in which we are at giovanni's garlic shrimp truck yeah we are we are this is real this is filmed on location mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think no not really i mean most of it is just stuff that we've already we've already talked about at length in the podcast but also just like if you gave me like five hours, I can talk to you about how much I want Yusuke and Lauren to be a thing. Yeah. And how I, I kind of resent the way that they edited a few parts of the show, but I think, I think I've already laid out my, my hatred, not hatred. Hate is a strong word. Hate is a strong word. Well, let me ask you one question. Um, do I don't know how to phrase this in a way that's not going to come off as shitty, but I'm just going to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think that if Lauren had been more open to maybe seeing if that date was fun or, or could have been fun that there could have been something there between the two of them? Like, do you think that like her saying immediately, like I'm not interested in Yusuke in this way and then going to the date anyway, and then just like, having a bad time and like bailing with her like built-in excuse and all that kind of stuff yeah like i mean I, do you think that she was close like too close off but personally i the way i'm looking at it is like she can obviously feel however she wants and if she's not into the dude then like that's kind of her prerogative um, yeah that's kind of always how i how i approach how i myself personally approach dates even if when it's like with people that i don't if yeah. it's someone that i really hate i'll just say no yeah <laughs> 
know? Yeah, that's probably honestly what should have happened. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, that, like, I think if I was in that situation where it was, like, I am being forced on this date that I'm, like, not super into the idea of, like, there might be a world in which I could see myself just, like, being even open a little bit to the idea that, like, hey, what if maybe I do have a good time and this is cool? Yeah, like, she, it seemed like she was, like, completely closed off to the idea. Yeah. Which makes it, which, which is weird, because, like, it kind of brings up the, the question of, like, when, but what is, what is Lauren in the house for? Unless, like, if she has, if she's looking to, like, maybe pursue something with Eric. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, in the romantic. In the romantic aspect of Terrace House, which is always kind of, like, the main focus of, of these reality shows. Yeah. Um, like, if she... If she wants to pursue something with Eric, I can see her staying in the house. Yeah. But if not, then, like, Yuya, Yuya's shitty. She told him no. Right. Yeah, she already, she flat, already happened. Yeah, she flat down, like, like basically, like, hurt Yusuke's feelings real bad. Mm-hmm. I don't... Maybe she'll leave soon, too. I don't know. Like... Yeah, I, I I remember us talking about that a while ago. You know what I'm thinking now, though? I could see her... Because, I mean, episode one, or I guess that was maybe even episode two. I, I think she said it in episode one, but then she said it directly to Yuya in episode two, where it was like... Where Yuya was like, hey, do you like anyone in the house? And she's like, oh, I like little pieces of all a of you. little piece of everyone. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't really like any of the dudes. Like, none of them are really her type. Oh, she says that to her co-worker at Banan before she gets fired. Um, yeah, before she gets fired <laughs> from Banan. Which was uh, a bunch of, like... It was, it was probably because of, like, food handlers, licenses, and shit. That mm-hmm. she got fired. What the fuck, cat? Uh, for those of you listening at home, there's a cat. Yeah, there's a cat literally on my desk right now. So Here. Whoa, 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 get out! Now he's on the floor. <laughs> Sorry. Um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I I could see Lauren staying in the house until all those dudes cycle out. Oh, uh, yeah. Or at least like two of them. Yeah. Just seeing if maybe the Terrace House gods will present her with a fine offering. I see that. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's not. She doesn't have anything like really bad going for her. She's still doing art. She's helping Eric out with like his his work stuff. Right. Hopefully she's getting paid in like real money, not exposure. Yeah. Um and she also lives in Hawaii. Yeah, like right by where the Terrace House is. Yeah, and her her sister has a huge house. Yeah. Maybe Terrace House um the next season of Aloha State is going to be in her sister's house. Lauren's sister's house. Aloha yeah. State. Aloha State, Lauren's sister's house. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> So, yeah, I I could see Lauren hanging out for that long. I Lauren's a really interesting person. I really I really like what we've learned about her over the course of these eight episodes. Like starting off where it was like she is a literal goddess. Like walking in, the panel was like totally obsessed with her. It was like the plot of the whole first and second episode was like, isn't Lauren great? And then it was like over time you kind of figured out like, oh wow, Lauren's actually like kind of awkward and and um like definitely introverted and and kind of has a hard time being in the terrace house and like dealing with the relationships that, that living in close quarters with a bunch of randos can uh can mm-hmm. create which yeah I, think, I, I just i just think that's really interesting um yeah she's seeing like, she how likes, she's dealing with it yeah she's she also told it like it's real like i think yeah i don't remember there being like any like actual like legit roommate issues 
in any of David Terra's houses. Yeah, I can't think of any either that weren't really right? like yeah. relationship. I mean, the based. way yeah, the way they presented it in this Terra's house, like it was still kind of shitty, but also like it was kind of refreshing to be like, oh shit, yeah, we're gonna fight about real roommate stuff. <laughs> yeah, who didn't do the dishes? Yeah, come on, <laughs> own up. Who left those dirty towels on the floor? Yeah, come on. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. This is, this is real Terrace House. I remember Not- that happened. I think that happens one time in Boys and Girls in the City where there's like drama about someone who didn't do the dishes. And because Boys and Girls in the City was so fucking tame, that was like the hottest shit. That was like the craziest, craziest event to go down. Yeah. Was I mean, when someone didn't wash the dishes in Boys and Girls I mean, in the City. I mean, I still think that the craziest event to go down. There's two crazy events. Oh, to yeah, go down. yeah. We can talk yeah, about yeah, those. Yeah, there are two crazy events to go down in Boys and Girls in the City. The third one is the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think besides that, like, just, I, I guess, to wrap this whole thing up, like, part one was interesting. I, I, it's weird because I mean, we are the hosts of Terrace House, like a Terrace House podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I like, I don't think I liked it as much as any of Boys and Girls in the City. Um, I think like the first eight episodes of, uh, Boys and Girls in the City are way stronger than the first eight episodes of Aloha State, but I'm really intrigued by these people in a way that I am. Or, the, or in a way that I wasn't with Boys and Girls in the City, right? Boys and Girls in the City was like, these people are just kind of like passing through and I'm kind of like voyeuristically just watching them live their lives. Yeah. Aloha State has almost more of like a character study vibe to it. And this also might be a byproduct of us watching it week to week and like thinking about it for six days before we watch another episode. Um, mm-hmm. But it does seem like we're getting a little bit more behind the scenes of these people's like brains you know yeah yeah i think so too like it it's it's interesting but also like part of it is i don't know if it's because we're doing it like in the in the japanese style of watching it week by week Mm -hmm. or if it's because this show really is just kind of like since it is so subdued i guess like in the stuff that actually like goes on and what they do actually cover in the show yeah um that we get to kind of understand the characters more yeah um here's what i'll say i if you are listening to this episode uh and you binge watched aloha state shoot us an email uh maybe no script at all at gmail.com or maybe mm-hmm. a dm uh at no script at all on twitter uh or you can find either of us on twitter our, our usernames are in the description of the no script at all twitter um yes hit us up and, and tell us what your experience watching Aloha state was like. Uh, cause if you binge watch the whole thing, like if you watch all eight episodes in a row and like the things we're saying are way off base, I would actually be really interested in knowing that. Um, yeah, me too. Like I, even I, if your opinion is just different than ours, I, I honestly am like, I think that's a thing that we haven't really done on this show that I, I could be interesting. Um, is to get a little bit more feedback from you guys who are listening. Mm hmm so definitely yeah, that'd be cool. up yeah yeah because i overall overall i really did enjoy aloha state and i'm excited to see what's going to happen with the boys and girls next season yeah but yeah i don't i don't want to compare it to like boys and girls in the city but it, it it was just a very different vibe i still enjoyed it yeah yeah same same yeah um well should we wrap it up yeah let's wrap it up dude oh, okay cool hi it's uh or i guess <laughs> bye it's me brendan Bigley. hi hello hi goodbye it's me andrew caperti um yeah definitely definitely 
hit us up uh shoot us an email don't spoil anything please um please follow us on twitter uh rate us on itunes we'll, we'll be back next week with uh maybe something a little bit more structured or maybe something a little bit less structured um we'll see yeah what we'll see we do next week maybe we'll watch the bachelor maybe we'll watch are you the one oh shit i would love to talk to you about are you the one oh fuck maybe That'd i don't know sick. we'll see we'll, we'll see well, We'll, we'll figure it out. We had we actually had a totally different plan for this episode until this morning. Uh, so yeah. we'll see what happens. <laughs> anyway, that said, um, we don't know what to do with no terrace house, man. Yeah, yeah. Times are tough. Times are tough. Anyway, uh, aloha. Aloha. aloha.